I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listener's Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listener's Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, BKFK listeners. We have just launched our Kickstarter campaign for our book, The Mysterious Magical Mansion. We had such a great response to the story that we decided to make it into a 32-page full-color picture book. In case you need a reminder, it's about a well-read, resourceful young girl named Charlie who is obsessed with books about wild adventures and fantastic creatures. Like me, she wishes she could step into these magical worlds, but alas, she can't. However, the magical world comes to her. In the first story, The Red Scale, a mystery unfolds when her family moves into a dilapidated old house. When she solves the puzzle, chaos ensues and she draws upon her expert knowledge, bravery and resourcefulness to prevail. Back to Kickstarter. Step one, we needed to find a brilliant illustrator and we found Adrianto. He is an amazing illustrator who totally gets what the BKFK world is all about. He has already done some excellent pictures for the book, which you can see on Kickstarter and our website. Go have a look. You'll love them. Now we need to gather enough backers for the book to get it published. That's where you come in. When you back us, you ensure your copy of the book and you get to choose from many other amazing rewards, such as a choice of our personalized BKFK stories with the child of your choice as the main character. And there are additional bundles of 10, 25 and 50 extra unpublished BKFK stories that we will give to you to keep forever. Please join us as we bring this story to life. Go to buykids4kids.co or search for the mysterious magical mansion on Kickstarter. Okay, in today's story we are joined by some awesome kids from all around the world. My name is Yunji. I'm seven years old. I'm from Korea and my favorite subject is art. My name is Liam. I'm eight years old from Spain and Italy and America and I really like monsters, mythical creatures and snakes and dinosaurs. Hello, my name is Takshmi. I'm from India. I have my own podcast named Story Glory on Spotify. Hi, I'm Will. I'm eight years old. I live in Amherst, Massachusetts and I really like um dogs. Hi, my name is Nicholas and I am six years old and I live in Washington, D.C. and I like playing with my Lego. My name is Lara and I am from Spain, Italy and United States of America. I really like puppets and bunnies and cats, especially kitty cats. It is an honor to have you guys on the show. Okay, Rubes, over to you. Hold on a sec. Before I start, an interesting fact for you listeners is that this story is basically a true story. It's about a real person called Mama Florence and what a hero she was. Some of the words in this story are actually the words that she used. All right, let's get on with the story. Mama Florence 
Once upon a time, in a not so far away land, there was a small village in the hills. It was a poor village. The people of the village were good people, and they worked really hard. But no matter how they tried, they remained poor. What was the problem? Were they being terrorized by a terrible troll, a deadly dragon? Or a gargantuan giant? No! Or perhaps a wicked witch? <laughs> or some mischievous monsters? <laughs> or perhaps a ferocious flock of fearsome flamingos? <laughs> no, the problem in this village was water. There simply was not enough. People need water for drinking, washing their clothes, washing themselves, cooking, watering crops, cleaning. Every living thing needs water to survive. The nearest water was an hour's walk away. People would have to walk every day to fetch water. Sometimes they carried buckets balanced on their heads. Some people had wheelbarrows which they could fill with heavy buckets. A few had donkeys to help. Those who had enough money could pay the wagon driver to fetch water, but most people could not afford this. How could they earn enough money when they spent most of their time fetching water? A woman was trudging up a rocky hill to fetch water. Her name was Mama Florence. Despite her age, she was a tough woman. She could carry a heavy load further than the beefiest warrior. Oh, she groaned. I have walked this path so many thousands of times in my life. Just think of it. I'm 60 years old. It takes me two hours to fetch water. I go twice a day, so that's four hours a day. There are seven days in a week, so that's 28 hours a week. There are 52 weeks in a year, so that's 1,456 hours a year. And I've been doing this since I was five years old. So 55 times 1,456 is... Now, Florence, as you can tell, was excellent at maths. But even she needed to write this one down. She picked up a stick and wrote in the sand... 55 times 1,456 equals 80,080 hours. She shook her head as she repeated the number. 80,080 hours spent fetching water. Just imagine what else I could have done in that time. It's ridiculous. She continued trudging to the river where she loaded her water. 
When she eventually returned home, she walked through the dry orange trees with tiny shriveled oranges growing on them. She walked past the skinny old cow and the tired looking hens. After the sun went down, she went to sleep, exhausted from another day of back-breaking hard work. The next morning, she woke up at first light. In an instant, she jumped out of bed and ran to the house to her old friend, Godfrey, who lived down the road. She hammered her fist excitedly on his door. Godfrey, Godfrey, wake up! She yelled. The door opened. Godfrey blinked in the sunlight and said, Florence, what is it? Is everything okay? Everything is more than okay. Godfrey, I had a dream last night. I dreamed that I was sitting somewhere on the mountain. There was a spring of water gurgling from the ground beneath my feet. I began to push the water with my feet, and it went running down the mountain all the way to our village. We had water! Now listen, here is what I need from you. You know this land better than anyone else. Are there water springs in the mountains? Of course, said Godfrey. There are plenty. Then take me to them. I want to see them all. And so Florence and Godfrey set off at once for the rocky mountains nearby. They went from waterhole to waterhole. At each one, Godfrey carefully examined the surrounding area. He walked this way and that, inspecting the slopes on each side, and dug out a little soil as a test. And each time he just shook his head and said, No, Florence, not this one. Until at last, at the 17th waterhole, he looked at her with a nod of satisfaction and said, This one will do. Florence clapped her hands in delight and together they marched back down to the village. That evening they gathered all of the villagers together in the town square. Keep up, said Florence loudly. We have found the perfect water hole up in the mountains. There is more than enough there for our entire village. But how do you expect all of us to go up the mountain every time we want to get water? Asked a young man. We will not go to the water, said Florence. The water will come to us. Everybody gasped in amazement. But how? Asked the young man. Which way does water run? Left? Right? In circles? No! It runs down. All we need to do is use the power of the mountain to bring the water here. Now this won't come without a lot of work. 
and we will need 1,000 coins to pay for everything. We will need pipes, and tools, and food, and all sorts of other things. 1,000 coins, said the young man. I don't have that much money, and we need our money to survive, Florence. I know, I know. But if we each contribute a small amount, and if we all work together, we can do this. And we can use all that time we spend fetching water doing other things. Things that can give us all a better life. Now, who's with me? The villagers looked around at each other. Nobody said a word. Then a small child nudged her father in the ribs, and he slowly raised his hand. I'm with you, he said, and then another hand went up. And me! And another! Me too! Until eventually 100 people had raised their hands. Each one of them had offered 10 coins, and 10 times 100 is... A thousand coins! They all cheered and set off to gather everything they needed to help with the plan. The next day, the whole village got to work. Some people busied themselves making pipes. Others dug a pathway in the rocky mountains. In the midday heat, young children brought buckets of water for the hard-working villagers to drink. And when they were hungry, the older folks had made tasty meals for them with whatever they could contribute. It was difficult work, but day by day, the pipeline got longer and longer up the mountain. At last, the pipeline reached the waterhole. Wait, said Godfrey. Florence, this was your idea. You should have the honor of connecting the last piece of pipe. We will return to the village and wait for the water there. I will ring the bell as loud as I can to signal you to connect the last piece. Godfrey led the villagers down the mountain. They were tired and hungry, but there was a nervous sense of hope in the air. They followed the pipeline all the way to the village. Once they were there, they gathered around and Godfrey gave the bell a huge bang. From far away, Florence heard it, and she connected the last piece of pipe. In the village, Florence's daughter put her ear to the pipe. She heard nothing. But the nothing got louder. She heard a faint gurgling sound. It came closer and closer and closer. 
until eventually water came bursting out of the pipe, souring everyone around it. They danced around and cheered so loudly that Florence could hear them from the top of the pipeline. Florence cried tears of joy. They had done it! When she arrived at the village, everyone cheered as they lifted Florence onto their shoulders and carried her to the village square. That evening, after all of the celebrations had died down, Florence and Godfrey were happily sitting around the fire, with her daughter sleeping close by. We will need to start a new project for it, said Godfrey. We must build more tanks to catch the water. You are right, old friend, said Florence. I feel so great. Let my name go on. She pointed to the sleeping girl. This is Mama Florence's daughter. She is continuing with what Mama Florence has done. My story is coming to an end, but the story is not over. Where I will put a full stop, we will have to start with a capital letter, continuing on what I am doing. And so from that day on, the village had as much water as they needed. Every drop was treasured. The oranges grew big and juicy. The cows mooed with joy. And the hens busily clucked away. And everybody, including Mama Florence, was happy. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.